0: This is the Falcon Twin Podcast from falcontwin.com. I'm Brendan, and this installment is titled, So That's Where My Tax Money Went, or Brendan Gets Schooled. It's 8.40 in the morning. I'm leaving my apartment. I'm on my way to my car, and my class starts at 10, but I usually have to leave around quarter to 9 so that I can get there on time and actually have a couple of minutes to get a cup of coffee and sit down before class. Also, in case there's traffic or something on the freeway. I like to I like to leave a little bit early so that uh, I don't end up being late. Anyway, since I don't feel like recording in the car and getting into an accident and killing myself when I'm in the middle of recording this podcast, I'm going to stop and then come back after I get to school. So I'll see you in about 25 minutes. So that was the commute. It was pretty uninteresting. It's what time is it? Nine fifteen. So it only took about twenty five minutes to get here. By twenty five minutes, I mean thirty-five minutes. So anyways I'm about to get on the shuttle right now and so I'll talk to you on the other side of that. So that's it for the shuttle ride. I'm on campus now next to the Price Center, which is the sort of cafeteria. Not so much cafeteria, but they just have restaurants and stuff there. And also the bookstores there. The thing about the shuttles is that there are a lot of people who try to park on campus, which is kind of retarded because the parking on campus is always so bad that you're never going to get a parking space after about 8 o'clock in the morning. And you might be able to hear some jets coming overhead from Miramar. Anyway, there are people who insist on parking on campus, and so I see them in the mornings lined up 10 deep. Yeah, there's uh, four F-18s there, for anyone who's wondering. So I see these cars lined up 10 deep to get a parking space on campus, and they go into the middle of the aisle in the parking lot, and they just sit there and wait for someone to leave. And I don't mean that they're waiting for someone who's actually in their car and getting ready to leave. They just sit there and wait for someone to come to the parking lot, get in their car, and leave. And so they wait there for 15 minutes, even though they could have already been there faster if they had just taken the, the shuttle from the parking across the freeway. Because it's always got plenty of space open. But I guess these people are either too lazy or stupid to do that. got to say, I kind of feel like an idiot walking around talking to my MP3 player. Oh, well. I'm passing the library right now on my right. This is called the Geisel Library, named for uh, Theodore Geisel, who's the author of Dr. Seuss. Books I really loved when I was a kid, so that was pretty cool to find out. You may have seen the library before. It's got a very strange design. Kind of looks like a space shuttle pyramid thing turned upside down. As a matter of fact, it looks so dumb that they used it on a Star Trek episode. Not that it's a bad library or anything, actually. If you go to the upper floors, it's got a pretty good view of the uh, campus and La Jolla surrounding area. So it's kind of nice. The upper deck used to be really nice. Underneath the pyramid thing, there's a big concrete area where you could go and hang out and sun yourself. But for some reason, they seem to close it. Yeah, now you can only walk... I'm looking at it right now. Now you can only walk across it in this covered walkway, which is kind of unfortunate. Instead of sitting there, now I go to the lower level of the library and sit, and there's some nice spaces that are always open. I'm walking up the hill now to get some coffee before my class at the Supercomputer Center, which is at the top of the hill. The entire campus is kind of split between the the parts that are on the west side closer to the coast which are up a hill and everything farther down heading towards the east and since the shuttle stop at the Price Center is on the east end at the bottom of the hill it's a bit of a walk to get there the phonology class is pretty interesting I've been enjoying that one the professor is really cool if you do, go to UCSD and have an interest in linguistics and have the opportunity to take a class with Eric Bakovic I recommend it, it seems pretty good It's a bit harder than I expected, I have to say. And phonology is about the way that sounds change in different contexts in a language and why they do it. So, for instance, in English, you got the plural sound, which sometimes comes out as an S, like hats. Sometimes it comes out as a Z, like bugs. And sometimes it comes out as an UZ sound, like horses. And so the goal of phonology is to find things like that in various languages and figure out what causes them. You know, is it in the context of a certain type of consonant, or certain place of articulation, that sort of thing? I actually wound up missing a class of, well, all my classes on Wednesday, which I didn't really intend to, but I slept straight through the alarm, and that was no good. I sort of feel bad because it was the second to last class for this particular class, and I like that one a lot. Normally I kind of plan ahead what classes I'm going to skip, not immediately at the beginning of the semester but once I get closer to the end and realize if I'm going to skip classes I better do it now at that point now these are single single red aircraft I don't know what they are maybe F-16s I don't know if they fly those out of Miramar anymore I've mentioned it before Miramar is the naval that's not the Miramar is the formerly naval air station here in San Diego now the Marines have it and they have an air show every year which is usually pretty good although if you've been to it once, you've been to it a dozen times. There's very rarely anything really new there, but if you like to see the Blue Angels, that's the place to go. Anyway, about the phonology class, this is the last quarter that I get to take any linguistics classes, which is kind of unfortunate in a way, since I ended up really liking them. I sort of took 100 on a lark, since I needed an extra class and then found out that I really liked it, and since then I've taken at least one linguistics class every quarter. I'm close to getting a minor in it, but it looks like they have some requirements, or at least one requirement, which is pretty stupid, and I don't think I'm going to put up with it. So the supercomputer center is right up in front of me now, and you might be able to hear a little bit of construction and a truck backing up there. There's also the sports arena, which I've never actually been inside, partly because I don't give a crap, partly because all the events that they schedule are usually at times that are totally inconvenient for me. Since I live off campus, I don't really spend a lot of time here unless I'm actually in class. And so, if they have an event at 6 p.m. and my last class ends at 3, I'm not going to be here for it. And I'm almost at the coffee place now. Hi, I'd like a large coffee, please? 1-7, please. 30 cents back to you. Cool, thank you. finals, man. All right, next, man. So there it is. Coffee. I don't drink a lot of coffee anymore. I used to drink a whole crap load of coffee, like many cups a day. But I'm trying to cut back on the caffeine since it gives me a headache when I don't have it. and The last thing I need in my life are more headaches. So I generally only have one or two cups of caffeinated beverages a day, usually tea. But I didn't have tea this morning, so I'm having a big cup of coffee. And I'm going to go sit in front of my phenology class and, uh, think about life, I guess.
1: Um, so what I want to do today is recap a little bit what we've learned throughout this entire quarter, uh, but mostly not by, you know, just summarizing everything we've done, because that's what we've done on Why should I summarize it? There's really no reason to summarize it. However, somebody had this great idea when I presented this work at a conference one day. He said, why don't you compare words like this? Mast and mashed. If there's anteriority assimilation in English, then the T in mast should look different than the T in mashed. The T in mashed should be pronounced as a minus anterior stop, whereas the T in mast should be pronounced as a plus anterior stem. That distinction should exist with these words. That's the phonetic experiment that I did. That Those of you who were in my phonetics class and who took the last uh, CT thing that we did, you helped me a little bit with that experiment, and I showed you a little bit of it in class on the last day. And there's a poster of it sitting on the third floor of your jail in case you're interested in looking at what our results were. Pictures of my palette all over the place. You can't miss (laughs) it. Okay, I hope that made some sense. I hope it was fun. Fun for me. And thanks for a (laughs) great
0: class. So that's it for the phonology class. I ended up capturing a whole bunch more audio of it than I really expected to. It was just a coincidence he was going to talk about plural today. So that's going to be kind of a pain in the ass to edit down later on tonight. Anyway, I really enjoyed the class. I'm glad it's over because it was really hard, but I think he did a really good job teaching it. So I enjoyed it a lot. And here's the tip. If you want to take classes with lots of chicks in them, linguistics is the place. I'd say the classes I were in had maybe... 80 to 90% female in all of them. So, if you want to meet girls, linguistics classes are the place to go. Next is the urban systems class, which I'll talk about a little bit later about how I got into that. And uh, maybe I'll capture a little audio from there too.
2: The San Diego region is one of the most desirable places to live in the country. It's not just the great weather, it's our neighborhoods, our diverse natural environment, and our attractive job market. Yet, with the cost of houses out of reach for many, more and more people are being forced to find homes far from their jobs, often outside of the region. This is leading to sprawl, to longer commutes, air pollution, traffic congestion, more time away from families. Many blame these problems on growth, when really, they've been caused by the failure to grow smartly. The fact is, we can accommodate growth while improving the quality of life in our region. This planning strategy is called smart growth, managing and directing growth in a way that improves our quality of life. Let's take a tour of smart growth developments throughout the San Diego region. We'll look at developments that provide a variety of homes for residents of all income levels. They're located near jobs and transit, which is the cornerstone of the smart growth movement.
0: So, that's it for the urban systems and planning class. I'm kind of glad I'm over with that one. It's not that it was an awful, awful class, but I certainly have had better. It wasn't as interesting as it could have been. To be honest, I learned about as much playing SimCity a whole lot as uh, as I did in that class. Now, there was an interesting video that we had about housing in San Diego, which is to say that housing in San Diego is at crisis proportions would be kind of like saying the sun is a little bit warm. It's really bad here. The median income for a family of four is $60,000, fifty dollars to $60,000. And the median house price in San Diego is about $600,000, which is just vastly overpriced. We had a video from SANDAG, which is the San Diego Association of Governments, which is all the governments in San Diego County. And it was talking about the plans for housing and smart growth in San Diego. We also got our group projects back which was kind of good because I got a decent enough grade that I don't have to do very well on the final, which takes some of the pressure off. I really hate group projects, and this was a good example of why. It's because the other people in the group really kind of weren't pulling their weight, and I don't really have the backbone to insist that my parts get explicitly labeled as mine. Otherwise, I would have gotten an even better grade. Anyway, I sort of ended up in the urban systems and planning class by accident. Because originally this quarter, I had to take four classes, and one of the classes I enrolled in was physics 100B or something, electromagnetics. And there were no requirements, and so I said, well, this sounds interesting. I'll learn about electromagnets and stuff like that. I used to love magnets when I was a kid, so this will be awesome. So I got into class on the first day, and the teacher said, all right, I recognize most of you from last quarter, so let's just get started. And those are the last words that came out of her mouth that made any sense to me at all. And so I left about halfway through that class and raced home. This is on the first day of the quarter, second day of the quarter. Raced home and tried to find another class, and this urban planning class was the only one that was really open and didn't have prerequisites or looked like it was going to be a monster pain in the ass. So I ended up taking it, and it was a good little bit of variety. But I don't know. I'd rather have not taken it. It's just the scheduling way that that worked out with UCSD and me transferring from community college ended up being a big pain in the ass. So up next is my tutorial section for Japanese. That's at 2, and right now it's 5 minutes to noon. Usually I just go hang out at the library between these classes, but uh, right now I'm just walking up around ERC, Eleanor Roosevelt College, because it's up on the hill, and you can see the ocean, and it's quite nice. And actually, I guess I'll talk about the Japanese class while I'm here. Right now I'm going to be going to the Not right now, but before long I'm going to be going to the tutorial section for Japanese. It's not the formal class class, but it's where you go and sit around with the TA for an hour and speak only in Japanese. And the TA is a really cool guy. I hope he's going to be the TA the next quarter too, because he's uh, really fun and nice. The professor, on the other hand, I can't really say the same. She's kind of useless, and even that's being somewhat generous. She's a nice person. She just is absolutely awful as a teacher. She'll give us quizzes. We had a quiz almost every single day of the quarter on these vocabulary. And the thing about the vocabulary was that we never used them. We didn't use them in our readings. They weren't in the book or anything like that. And so we ended up studying these things. We'd go into class, we'd take the quiz, and then we'd never see the words again. And she'd give us these readings. There's an F-18 passing overhead. So she'd give us these readings... And when the readings came from the book, which was only once or twice, it wasn't so bad. But when the readings were something that she cooked up herself, I don't know where she got them, they were almost totally inscrutable. And so she'd give us these readings and tell us to read them, and so everyone would sit there in utter silence for 20 minutes trying to read them. And then she would put a sentence up on the projector and say, Okay, what do you think this means? And everyone would just sit there and stare at it for 10 minutes saying, absolutely nothing. And so she'd single out a word in the sentence and say, okay, well, what do you think this word means? And everyone would sit there for another five minutes and say, absolutely nothing. And so she'd say, okay, well, you know what this character means. It means school, right? So you know this word has something to do with school. What do you think it means? I mean, there are a hundred different words you could think of that have to do with school. Teachers, books, desks, libraries, classrooms, degrees, you name it. This repeated itself almost every single class of the entire quarter, and you think she would have caught on at some point that it wasn't working, but she never did. And I've got her next quarter too, not that I have a choice. She's the only person teaching the class next quarter. Hopefully the classes next year will be better. I was talking to someone yesterday, and he said that he knew some people who'd gone through the fourth year Japanese classes and said they really liked it, and that it was harder, but it was uh, a lot of fun, and so I'm keeping my hopes up for that. Actually, we also had a group project in Japanese, now that I think about it. But it was only two people instead of four like it was in the urban planning class. And fortunately, we just sort of split it up and did our own things and didn't really interact at all, which is the best kind of group project if you ask me, because that way no one else can fuck up your shit. So I was at least happy that that didn't work out to be too much of a problem. Also, I guess I should talk about the, uh, the site outage on Tuesday night, for those of you who noticed it. Basically, the web host decided that they were going to improve security on the servers, and they installed this piece of software... And they sent out an email about it, but the email just basically said, we're installing this piece of software on all the servers. And not being familiar with the software myself, it didn't really mean a hell of a lot to me. So up until about, oh, I don't know, 6.45 on Tuesday night, it worked fine. And then at 7 o'clock, boom, the entire thing went straight down. And so then I rushed to the forums to find out what was going on and figured out that they had installed this thing and what I needed to do. one of the big things that was necessary was changing the way that you configure PHP. That wasn't such a problem, but the site still wasn't coming up after I had done that. So then I had to go back and forth and figure out what was going on. I talked to support, and he said, well, we know there's something wrong with your HT access file. And I said, well, okay. That doesn't really narrow it down. Eventually, I did figure it out. That there was some other thing there that worked fine before, but didn't work now. And so then at least at that point, that was about 930 and a half hours later that the site finally came back up but then I ran into another problem and I had a hunch this was going to happen that the configuration the new way of configuring it wasn't working because I couldn't upload big files I was trying to upload the podcast for Wednesday and that was about 10 megs and by default PHP's upload size is something like two megs so I ended up having to fight with that for another two and a half hours And so all in all, on Tuesday, I spent about five hours fighting with the fucking site just to get it working back the way it was on Tuesday morning. Which was not exactly how I felt like spending the night. But fortunately, I didn't have much else to do on Tuesday anyhow, so I guess at least there was that. Right now, I'm still walking around Eleanor Roosevelt College. I can just about see out to the ocean across some of the buildings. And I'm standing now next to the sports arena, and it looks like a gym inside there too. I don't spend a lot of time around here, which is unfortunate. I don't have any classes in the area. It's unfortunate because I really sort of like the architecture. They've got a nice sort of uh, Spanish architecture building. You have a lot of that Spanish slash Mexican architecture here in San Diego. There's some of that right here off to the left, and it's really nice looking. And then also ERC itself is sort of an interesting sort of concrete canyon, which if you like that sort of thing is great. I do. If you don't like it, it's probably pretty stifling and overpowering and claustrophobic, but not for me. Of course, I don't have any classes in there, so I don't spend enough time to really know whether it would bother me over time. The only thing that really kept me sane through this quarter, I have to give a shout-out to voodoo.com. It was spelled with the numeral two, not T-O. Just a falcon twin on top of all the other stuff that I had to do this quarter, taking four classes. And they were bombarding me with crap. Ended up being, uh, a little bit too much, and if it wasn't for that site and me putting all the stuff in there and keeping track of everything that I had to do each week, I would have probably gone completely mad. So, shout out to them if you need a to-do list for free. That's the one that I recommend. And now the wind is picking up, which probably makes the sound absolutely horrible. And there's construction going on, so I think I'm gonna go down the stairs, and now I can see the ocean. Go down the stairs to the concrete canyon of ERC, and I'll talk from in there. Maybe there won't be as much wind, or maybe it'll just be worse, because it'll channel the wind. Who knows? There's the construction, in case you can't hear it. I still feel like kind of a dork talking into my MP3 player, and I've gotten a few weird looks from people. But, I don't know, people walk around talking on their cell phones, too, so I don't see why this is so strange for them. Actually, I've been kind of impressed with the quality of the microphone on this MP3 player. I was checking it out last night in preparation It didn't sound nearly as bad as I was expecting. Almost sounded better than the microphone on my headset, which is a little bit alarming, since I actually paid money for the headset, and this is just sort of a gimme feature that was built into the MP3 player. I hope the audio is going to be loud enough, especially in the classes that I recorded. I mean, right now I'm just talking straight to the thing, which should be plenty fine. And some dude nearly wiped out on one of those little scooters. A lot of people, and some guy nearly wiped out on a skateboard. Yeah, a lot of people ride scooters and skateboards around here, even though there's signs every 10 feet telling you not to. But you kind of get used to it. Anyway, where was I? Oh, the audio levels. Yeah, I was concerned that the audio levels are going to be a little bit low in the classrooms. I might be able to bring it up, assuming that you could even hear anything at all. I might be able to bring it up, although there'll probably be a lot of noise. But then again, I didn't really expect to be recording classes today that was just something that i thought of this morning yeah here's the concrete canyon so in front of me is geneva hall there's almost no one here it's actually got quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of sunlight in here even though it's uh, you know concrete to the left of me four stories high concrete to the right of me four stories high but yet it actually is uh, pretty open and as i expected windy normally i'd be down in the library right about now But actually, it's kind of nice to walk around. This is something that I just hit on last week when I had some time between my urban studies class and my uh, Japanese class. And I decided to just go for a little walkabout. And that was actually a lot more fun than just standing around the library. Well, not that I stand around the library. I sit there. And it's funny, the difference between when there's a lot of people around right between classes and you wait 10 minutes and there's no one. It's just deserted. A couple of people walking around between wherever they're going, but most of the time. 10 of the hour until the hour itself, there's a rush of people, and then sometimes also at half past, some classes get out then too but otherwise, it's pretty much deserted I'm looking around, there's a small group of people and one other person that I can see and I'm looking, huh this is interesting, there's a little skylight here down into the laundry room at ERC, except that it's at foot level, I'm standing and it's I don't know, about waist high so that's interesting Institute of the Americas. This is the building I was talking about with sort of Mexican Spanish architecture. I'm sure some architecture student is going to send me nasty email saying that I don't know what I'm talking about. But you know sort of traditional Mexican architecture which you see a lot of in San Diego. It's a nice day too. It's cleared up quite a bit since last week when it was hailing and raining. Not that I mind that. I sort of like it because it's a nice change of pace from what we usually get around here. My schedule is kind of screwed up. I'm looking at my Japanese thing here. My schedule's kind of been screwed up over the last few years because my major requires that I take four years of classes, but I was only able to take one year before I transferred, which basically left me with two years of units and three years to do it, which meant that I was going to have to do uh, not that many classes, although they have a requirement that you take at least 36 units per year, even though I only need about 40 units between this year and next year to graduate. So I have to take a bunch of units this year, and then next year I take one class every quarter, all year. It's going to be pretty boring. I might end up uh, taking more linguistics classes, depending on how the minor thing works out. I need to email someone about that and see, because it seems like they require you to take a literature class, and as I think I've already said before today, I hate literature classes. So if that's a requirement of getting the minor, then it's out of the question. Also, they changed the Japanese schedule, too between the second year and the third and fourth year. First and second year, you have to take the tutorial section, which is where you go and talk with the TA. That was originally three times a week in year one and year two. But in year three and year four, it's only once a week, I guess, because there are not enough students to justify it. And I do see it getting thinner. There are a whole bunch of people taking the classes in freshman and junior year, or freshman and sophomore year. But in junior and senior, it's thinned out considerably which is probably why they only have one class a week, which ends up being all right, because that way, if you set your schedule right, then you only have to go in on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, which I did last quarter. I'm going to do again next quarter. But this one I have to go in every single day of the week, Monday through Friday, which is less than awesome. I don't really know what I'm going to do now. pretty much finished talking about all the stuff I wanted to talk about for the moment. So I'm still wandering up on the top of the hill next to the supercomputer center. I think I'm just going to go get a cup of coffee or uh, you know Starbucks coffee or something and then wait for the next class at two, which gives me an hour and 50 minutes. I guess I'll listen to MB3s. Now, that's a convenient thing. I can podcast from the same device that I listen to podcasts, although not at the same time, which would be kind of confusing anyway. There's a really nice little restaurant called the uh, Ocean View Terrace, I think. I think I'm going to hit, and that's where I'm going to get my Starbucks or whatever it is. It's really nice if you go out on the sort of veranda they've got. It's enclosed, but if you go out on the veranda, you can see this enormous view of the ocean, and you can see down to Point Loma, and uh, there's not really much to see up north, but it's, it's got a really great view. It's pretty much the same as all the other cafeterias here on campus, though, as far as the actual layout and what they offer. They try to make it seem in the pamphlets like they're vastly different from one another, but in reality, almost all the cafeterias here are exactly the same. Cool.
1: Thank you.
0: So I've got my Starbucks coffee frappuccino. I know I shouldn't be drinking these things because they're awful for your teeth and they're loaded with sugar and caffeine and stuff like that, but they are tasty, so, oh well. And it is the last day of the quarter, so I'll treat myself not like I haven't treated myself every other day of the quarter that I felt like getting one of these. Another thing that just made me take note was if you take a Japanese class, you get bombarded with paper, photocopies of photocopies of dumb things over and over again. So much so that my folder pulled out completely from my my binder because it was so absolutely loaded down with crap. Which, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I wish the professor would stick more to the book because it seems like the book is written by professionals who have a clue. I'm also going to try to record a little bit of the tutorial section too so maybe we'll get to hear the TA, Fukushima Sensei. He's a cool guy. Yeah, now it's 17 past the hour and there's no one around. It's deserted. Which is sort of neat, actually. It's like walking around the post-apocalyptic wasteland. There's only buildings left, and all the people are dead. It'd be good inspiration for a sci-fi story if I were doing one. But I'm not going to make my way down to the library now, since I really don't have anything better to do. I'm not in a big hurry. There's a lot of eucalyptus here on campus. There's two big eucalyptus groves, one of which I'm going to pass through, the other one I'm not. The one I'm not going to pass through actually has a talking tree in it basically what it is is it's a giant metal tree. I don't know if there's an actual tree inside of it anymore or if there ever was at all but regardless there is a speaker inside of it now and so it'll say things. They used to have some super pretentious art exhibit where it would say profound and insightful things about life and the meaning of the universe but nowadays I think they just pump the student radio station through it which kind of undermines any pretentiousness or profundity it might have had back into the eucalyptus groves again On Monday, I think it was, it was incredibly clear. Today it's a little bit hazy, but on Monday I was able to see from the campus all the way up to the mountains, to the east and to the north, which is quite a distance. It's 50, 60 miles, I think. The fact that you could see them was amazing, and even more amazing was the fact they had snow on them, which is, of course, incredibly unusual. We'd had a little bit of cold snap over the last week, which is probably the reason for that. One thing to do if you're At UCSD, you might be able to hear now I'm walking on the ground cover. There are sidewalks, but they're always incredibly busy. And they're almost never the shortest path to wherever you're going. So a good idea is to go off-road, as it were, walk over the ground cover. Which kind of makes you stand out as an individual, like all the other independent people out there. And I'm approaching that talking tree now, actually, since it's not too far off the path to the library. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear anything. Are people talking.
1: Oh my god, you cough. Oh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have no idea what they're talking about. Sounds like student radio or something. But not radio in the sense of you have a person talking about interesting things and playing music or whatever. Radio is in the sense of we let students broadcast whatever the hell they want. Which is kind of why I don't give a crap about all the student-run media here. There was a big flap recently about the... TV station, SRTV, which apparently had broadcast some porn late at night, and there was a huge furore about that, and people were outraged at the fact that they could broadcast porn, and then it became a giant battle between the university and the students on First Amendment grounds, and everyone got pissed off at everyone else, and I don't think it's even been resolved yet. Every week or two in the student newspaper, you'll see something about You know, the students take a step forward, the students take a step back, the university stampedes on free speech, and all kinds of dumb crap that really, who gives a shit? I mean, you're going to be out of this place in four or five years anyway, what difference does it make how much porn they show on the TV station? Besides which, why would you watch student TV anyway? Why not watch professional TV where you have people who are actually good at what they do producing the content? I don't know, I guess that's the same reason you'd listen to podcasts, maybe. Oh, hey, look, they landscaped this area. This entire area that I'm about to walk on right now opposite the Price Center is now grassy. And it was kind of torn up for a while. But now it looks like they've fixed it. Now I'm heading in the direction of Center Hall. Center Hall being this new, relatively new building that they built with a whole bunch of classrooms in it. I had a class there. I've had a couple classes there. And uh, it's quite nice. I'm standing opposite Price Center now. It's not too terribly busy. Even though it is 12.30, you would expect to see more people there. But it's really not too busy. I think a lot of people probably took the day off just because it's the last day of the quarter. And, you know, a lot of people don't have class on Fridays anyhow. So there's there's a bookstore, the computer center, and inside they've got restaurants like Wendy's and McDonald's and Subway. They also have a theater, and they do a lot of concerts and stuff out there in front of the theater too. But all incredibly useless stuff. The theater is where they actually had John Kerry come and speak in the presidential campaign in 2004, and it was absolutely packed. I kind of wanted to see it, but then I sort of decided that it wasn't worth fighting to figure out what the hell was going on, so I went inside the library and wandered down to the media center, and sure enough, the guy had the whole speech on television there, so I was able to watch with a totally unobstructed view what was happening not 200 yards away at the Price Center where John Kerry was speaking. Interestingly enough, George Bush didn't come here to speak. I wonder why. I'm going to go up and take a little walk down the snake path. There's a walkway that goes up to the library from farther down the hill. It's actually in the shape of a snake. It's pretty difficult to see it from ground level. Damn near impossible to see it from ground level, really. But once you get up to the higher levels in the library and look out the window, you can actually see the entire things in the shape of a snake of some kind. Oh, except that I can't get to it. Oh yeah, maybe I can. Yeah, they've still got that whole deck closed off, except for the walkways like I said earlier, which is unfortunate. Why the hell are they playing wedding music over the speakers? Oh well. Congratulations to whoever is getting married or not. And they're doing some kind of maintenance on the library too. I don't know what. They're measuring stuff. Maybe they're going to be able to figure out what's going on. Too late for me. Normally it was a great place to hang out between classes, but the way my schedule is Next quarter, and for the rest of the time I'm here, I'm not going to have time between classes. So I'm not going to have that many classes to begin with, which means it's kind of useless for them to open up the deck in three months from now. There are also big skylights here that I'm looking at. They kind of look like giant shards of broken glass poking out from the uh, from the ground. These are actually skylights into the library, even though I'm walking on top of sort of an asphalt walkway and ground cover and stuff. There's actually the library is underneath me. And so these giant shards of glass that have got to be 30 feet long and 20 feet high are, uh, are actually big skylights into the area. And it's nice because natural light is really great, and uh, it certainly lightens up the whole lower area of the library a lot. There's a little garden here at the top of the snake, and inscriptions on a bench. says, Yet, ah, uh, why should they know their fate? since sorrow never comes too late and happiness too swiftly flies thought would destroy their paradise no more where ignorance is bliss, tis folly to be wise and there's a picture of what looks like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, so I'm guessing it's a biblical thing there's a little pond here, and not a whole lot else I'm looking down now, towards the east this is where a lot of the new construction at Warren College has gone on Warren College being the college I transferred into there are six colleges at UCSD and really the distinction is pretty minor they have a different requirements for what classes you have to take but I think that's about it and most people who transfer into UCSD transfer into Warren because they have the fewest requirements in my case I had to take two classes that were outside of my major in the area of study of my major and that was pretty much it and so you know that's a fairly easy thing to accomplish and so most people who are transferring in are smart enough to figure that out. And, you know, they don't want to take whatever weird classes that the other colleges are going to make them take, and so they don't transfer into those. Maybe they do it on purpose. Who knows? Maybe they choose dumb classes they know no one wants in order to stop people from overcrowding those colleges. Maybe it's all part of a secret plot. And now there's a big book about, well, almost all the way down the bottom of the snake. There's a gigantic book sticking out of the ground. It's got to be six feet high, about a foot and a half wide, made out of what looks like polished marble. Milton's Paradise Lost. Now what can we say of John Milton's Paradise Lost? Well, it's a very long poem written a long time ago. I'm sure a lot of you have difficulty understanding exactly what Milton was trying to say. Certainly we know he was trying to describe the struggle between good and evil, right? Okay. The most intriguing character, as we all know from our reading, was Satan. Now was Milton trying to tell us that being bad is more fun than being good okay don't tell anyone I said this but I find Milton probably as boring as you find Milton he's uh, he's a little bit long winded he doesn't translate very well into our generation and his jokes are terrible ah Alexis Smith Snake Path 1992 the Stewart Collection University of California San Diego and there's really nothing about it at all just a list of donors well Thanks, guys. That's incredibly useless. Yeah, but this entire sort of mall area where the Warren College is is actually quite nice, and I think a lot of it was built up recently. There's a lot of concrete, not just here but across the entire campus, and I don't know if that's something that just they did intentionally for some sort of thematic thing or if it was something that just happened, uh, you know, as a result of the time that these buildings were all built in the 60s and stuff, and then they decided to keep up the the theme. But actually, I, I sort of like it, as I think I said before. And the uh, the place where it's really best looking is at the Salk Institute, which is actually across the road. And that's where they do a lot of the cancer research. And they have a really cool giant concrete courtyard with nothing in it, really. They've got a drain or two, I guess, for when it rains, because that happens all the time here in San Diego. <laughs> Other than that, there's really not a lot there. They've got these buildings on either side that are all concrete, and then they have wood also. And so the, the two materials are actually really cool. And I sort of used to like Before I started here, I used to like driving over and just kind of hanging out because it was such an interesting environment. But these days, I can't really be bothered. It's a long drive, too. I mean, it's 30 minutes each way just to sit in some concrete. And frankly, if I really wanted to sit in some concrete that bad, I could find somewhere closer to do it. There's also construction going off over to the south, just uh, next to the Price Center. There used to be the police station and uh, I guess some buildings there, and they tore them all down and are building some other new thing in there. We actually looked at a little bit of the design stuff that they had planned for UCSD and the urban systems and planning class. But I've forgotten most of it, which probably means that it's going to be on the final, although I don't care too much because, like I said, I don't really need to get a particularly great grade on the final to pass the class. And frankly, they can't give me a grade low enough in any one class to seriously impact my GPA. As long as I pass and get the units, that's all I really care about. Alright, so it's about one hour later, 1.45, I'm on my way back up the hill to my Japanese class. I spent the last hour or so listening to the stuff I'd already recorded, and I was pretty much right. The audio levels in the classes were way too low, so I'm going to have to bring those up and introduce a whole bunch of noise, for which I apologize. There was a whole bunch of wind noise, which sounds like crap, and I'm trying to avoid by cradling the microphone a little bit, but I don't think it's going to help. And then finally, that yes, this cheapo, stupid microphone on this little mp3 player does sound better than the one I paid 35 bucks for on the headset. Whether I'm actually going to use this to record the podcast from now on, I don't know. Because it's kind of inconvenient having to hold it. But then again, it does sound better. And the less post-processing I have to do, the better. Now, I'm walking through the eucalyptus grove. And someone's taping symbols onto the trees. Got little triangles pointing upward with lines, horizontal lines beneath them. I have no idea what that's all about. And I'm probably glad that I'm not going to have to figure it out, because God only knows what dumb shit people do around here. I'm also going to try and capture a little audio from the Japanese class. My Japanese section is in HSS, Humanities and Social Studies or something building which is another one of the big concrete monoliths on this campus that again I like but I can imagine a lot of other people probably don't. So there's a big gust of wind. Probably sounds like crap but I'm going to keep recording anyway and then probably cut it out later. I haven't seen any tour groups today. I don't know if they're just not doing them or if I just haven't seen them. Usually they have tour groups of people walking around and they have one person leading everyone showing them all the weird interesting sights around here. Oftentimes they're high school kids and I feel like sort of a letdown because they come here to expect to see higher education and people in fancy clothes or whatever. And they come here and it's pretty much just like high school except everyone's a little taller. Sort of uh, shattering their illusions I guess. But uh, better now than when they get here for real I suppose. Hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm. Do you know about the deflection paper? Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: okay. So you you submit paper? I do it now. Okay. okay, because uh, the, in the first class mm. only one out of six students know about that.
0: No. Yeah. did the dimension in the mm.
2: class. Yeah. Just, yeah, where the city has
0: information about it. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah? I, I, yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay,
1: yeah. of course. I can
0: translate okay. it to English if you want. <laughs> so, that's it. On this day of the quarter, you know that old saying that it's better to ask forgiveness than to ask permission? Well, it's kind of true. Fukushima-sensei sort of freaked when I asked him whether it would be alright to record. This is great, these people walking straight down the middle of the fucking aisle in the parking lot. Good job, people. You're winners. You're intelligent. You're gonna do well at UCSD. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Fukushima-sensei kind of freaked when I asked him whether or not it was okay to record the class. And it doesn't help that he doesn't seem to understand what I'm saying very much, and so he was like, podcast? What? What? And I said, you know, internet radio? And he's like, huh? He didn't really seem to have a fucking clue what I was doing. And so eventually he did agree to let me record just a couple of minutes, but only as long as he was the only person speaking, which I guess I can kind of understand. I guess it's possible that some students would feel upset if they were you know, broadcast without their permission. But on the other hand, it's not like I was going to be identifying them and saying, well, you're a bunch of idiots. It's an interesting thing on the freeway, the 5, that I take home. It's always busy in the evenings, or in the afternoons even, when I'm going home. But just recently, as in like two weeks ago, they opened up this bypass that uh, totally misses all of the traffic and only goes from immediately north of the exit that I... or the entrance that I get on the freeway, and then straight to the next freeway that I get onto. And I don't know who they built it for, because I don't think that many people... You know, really do that, but for whatever reason they built it, and it's very convenient. There just aren't that many people on it, which is good. Although, that's not going to last long given the traffic situation in San Diego, which is something else that we actually looked at in our urban systems class, too. So, anyways, I'll get a little bit of the Japanese class in there, and you're only going to hear Fukushima Sensei, and not any of the other people. Not like I really intended to put them on it, anyway. But, uh, there you go. That's it for today. I'm back home now. You'll notice that I went straight home, and at no point today did I mention talking to friends or hanging out with people or doing anything interesting, and that's because I don't have any friends or any places to hang out and do interesting things. You know, a lot of people will tell you that college is supposed to be this great experience where you socialize and meet people and try new things and have fun and interesting experiences, but uh, for me it's been really nothing of the sort. Matter of fact, it's been the loneliest, most isolating period of my entire life, even worse than when I was working because, you know, at least when I was working, there were people there that I could, you know, talk to on a daily basis. But as it stands right now, I don't talk to anyone on a daily basis. So it's uh, really been kind of the unhappiest four years my entire life. And it doesn't help that I'm not getting any younger either. I don't really have much in common with anyone else at school. Most people my age aren't in college anymore. They all have their careers. They're settling down maybe starting families. I, on the other hand, have no plans for the future, and I'm about as far away from starting a family as you can possibly be without being actually dead. So uh, all this to say, I kind of feel like I got screwed. Like, uh, you know, all those people who were telling me how great college was going to be were kind of selling me a bill of goods. So uh, to all you people out there, fuck you. If nothing else, at least this stupid quarter is over. So there.